Hello and welcome to Blaze Your Soul Podcast. First guest episode will basically just be a rundown of um, what we're doing, what we'll talk about, <laughs> why we chose to uh, throw our opinion into basic cultural events and what's happening right now. Probably do some raffles, some giveaways. We will have special guests. We have lined up counselors, lawyers, a lot of minority professionals to need a spotlight to show what they do and how they help the community. Yeah, so I feel like we have a lot of support doing this and I love your continued support. It's a little bit about myself, Laura Robertson, and my husband, Marcelo Robertson, and kind of the reason why we decided to do this podcast, which I was shocked that you even wanted to do this with me because... <laughs> I mean, I'm a marketing major. This was a good idea, in my opinion. The Asian community and the Black community right now, at this time, um, are probably the most vilified cultures. Of course, the reasons, whether they be factual or not, are because of the pandemic and how people associated that with the Asian community. And for Black folks, I mean, let's be honest, we've been going through this for quite some time. It seems like it's been exacerbated lately, but it hasn't. It's just been the thought process of everyone has a camera now. Um, There's a lot more transparency. So therefore, a lot more instances are being shown. And there's uproar on both sides about what's going on. So in keeping with that thought process, a Asian and black couple, kids, I guess I would like to consider myself an educated business professional. We felt that we could give our opinions and try to pull away from, I guess, some of the negative aspects of the discussion and let's just deal with facts mm-hmm. let's deal with how people feel the reason why I agreed to do it is I'm on social media quite a bit because I'm a marketing manager with a, a company as well as owning my own digital marketing agencies uh, I'm on social media quite a bit and I just kept seeing things that frustrated me agitated me uh, I started uh, I guess discussion is a is a polite way to say but discussing back with people on my timeline about certain memes and certain posts that were done you know whatever the case or whatever the the situation was, it always seemed like it devolved into arguing and name calling and nonsense like that, that I feel is beneath not only me, but beneath a mature adult. You should be able to have a discussion without calling each other names and going at each other. You know, so in in this podcast, I, I guess this, in my opinion, opinion is therapeutic for me because it allows me to have a discussion without it devolving into um, something it shouldn't be. So when my wife came to me and, you know, she was batting around ideas um, and she uh, she kind of came up with a concept. Now, after she came up with the basic concept, of course, I chimed in with my opinions and my ideas, but um, I was for it. Sounds like it's a good venue. We can get some honest discussion out there. Um, it's not all, don't think, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, um, but don't think just because I I, you know, it, it's it's common knowledge that I don't have an affinity for Trump and his administration. So, uh, but just because of that, don't think that I won't value the opposite's opinion. Um, I would love to have Trump supporters on um, because if, as long as we can have a, a good dialogue, an honest dialogue, you know, there will be no name calling here. There will be no outing or, or, or chastising people or anything like that in honest discussion. I want to learn. So this is not only for people to learn about me and my wife and 
our relationship and how we view things and sometimes how we view things differently. But this is also so that I can learn if someone has a different opinion than I. What, what do you, you know, what's your thought process behind that opinion? So um, whether I agree or not, I can learn from it. So in that aspect, I think it was a good idea. Yeah. So just to piggyback off of what Marcelo said, this isn't a podcast that's going to be about drama or, you know, black versus white or, you know, Trump versus, you know, whatever. It's not about that. It's about, like Marcelo said, having an open, honest discussion where we could educate each other and do meetings of the minds and, you know, we could agree to disagree. And that's fine. There's many people that we both know and love very dearly that might have opposite opinions or opposite, you know, support groups that they're a part of. And that's fine. You know, we just want this to be a very educational with a little bit of perspective from both sides and also some education from different professionals that will come and speak to you relationship professionals and different business tips and business professionals that will give you some success tips and help you during this time that we need the most uh, help in right now. Podcasts will be fun, engaging, and we'll be able to come together and create something that's going to make a difference. Uh, Also, we will be highlighting small businesses. So if you have a small Mm -hmm. business out there, give us your information. There's no charge for any of this, but we will highlight a small business once a week. If you have anything you want to give way or anything special that you're donating to or anything of that nature as a business, let us know. Uh, we want to help everybody. The special guests that she were referring to are here to help you. One of the reasons um, that I wanted to have guests and, and minority guests that are prominent, that are um, a professional stature, is because one of the things I heard on Facebook was when talking about black culture is that, well, you guys don't have enough role models. Um, you know, you need role models out there to, um, I guess, show a difference. And I completely disagree. I don't think they are, um, I guess, highlighted enough in today's media, in today's society, period. But there's a ton of mm-hmm. business professionals, psychologists, lawyers, uh, you name it. Um, so we're going to have them come on, uh, give us a little bit of background information about them, and then give, give you guys some tips. Uh, we have a few business lawyers that's going to be coming on, giving you tips on how to start a business, what to do, what to not to do and to kind of uh, dispel some of the rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to get a police officer on here to not only discuss um, some of the things that's happening between law enforcement right. and certain communities, but also, um, you know, fact for fact, let us know, um, you know, what what are our rights? Let's have a lawyer as well as a police mm-hmm. officer on here to let us know what are your rights when being pulled over? What are your rights when you are interacting with the police? Um, because we hear a ton of stuff. Uh, one thing that is prevalent with social media, even though it's a good thing, there's a lot of misinformation that's always generated. So, uh, you know, give us give us a heads up on exactly what is the law and what you what you should do. And even if you're protesting or you feel like you're being discriminated against, what are the moves you take? Uh, I think that would be valuable. Uh, we're going to throw some comedy in here. I've been speaking to a few comedians about doing a two, three minute uh, um, skit because I don't want everything to be so um, serious that, you know, I want you to leave our podcast and be depressed. So, um, you know, we'll have that. We're going to, like I said, we're going to have some giveaways. We're going to have some debate because, you know, we don't agree on everything. That's that's pretty evident. So um, that will be kind of what our lineup is. I will be pulling things from social media that um, either one I feel is a good thought, something that I want to discuss, but also without showing 
who posted it mm -hmm. um, to show some of the things that are being displayed on social media. I feel that social media is, um, and I, once again, I work with this 24 hours a day as far as social media is concerned, but I feel it is a place where those who might not express their opinion before um, will gladly express it and express it to the extent that um, would borderline on, um, if not dis disrespectful, eyebrow raising. So there will be times when I would just show posts on both sides, both, you know, Democrat, Republican, both white, both black, that will kind of highlight what I'm talking about. And hopefully it'll give people pause when you're, you're posting something. Um, Herm Edwards, uh, this is football reference, but he always says when it comes to athletes at two, three in the morning, when you're about to post something, mm -hmm. don't hit sin, don't post it. Um, there's nothing good that's going to come out of that. And I believe that we've lost that filter because social media is so easily that sometimes you don't want to say whether regardless if you believe it or not, there's a certain way to say everything. And I think we've lost that art of communication. So let's point out some of these things so that it can give people pause and maybe think before you post uh, with social media. Um, I guess one of the things we'll do since we're just um, kind of giving you guys a brief synopsis of how we'll be talking, what we'll be talking about is uh, my wife wanted to briefly, briefly what? go through um, <laughs> how we met. So just a little bit about me and my husband. We both grew up. Don't look at your time. I was, it was hurting my hand. I was just mm -hmm. Okay. So <laughs> my husband and I, our friends and family who know us, we are complete opposite. I'm the extrovert. And he's the introvert. So, of course, I was totally surprised when he said he wanted to do this. But it's for a good cause. So, um, But just a little bit about us. I, myself, I'm a refugee. And growing up, it was all about our culture and our family. And it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I became more and more Americanized. However, growing up, like a lot of the songs, a lot of things that he brings up, I often would be like, huh, what is that? You know, so we're total opposite in that sense. Like, so, and, and some of my my words because English is my second language. Some of my words get very um, weird, right, babe? Like we are opposites to a certain. We are. But she grew up not only in the in her Asian community, but she was raised outside of her mom. She had like two black moms that raised. Not her until I mom. left my community because they weren't accepting me. Right. Because I was dating black guys. So by fifteen, she she basically had a black mom that she, she stayed did. with when something happened at school. She would go up yeah, there and take care of her. She was her guardian. So don't let her fool you. No, right. I don't know about black. I not. It wasn't until I got into like high school age that I, you know, really got into it. Um, different cultures and things like that. But anyways, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so that's just a little bit. And my husband and I, when we met, I was a single mother of two girls. Um, my girls were three and maybe one at the time that I was going through a divorce, and so. We had a mutual friend, Kanisha, who I was in a fashion show with her um, about maybe 20 years ago, babe? Yeah. So about 20 years ago, we were in a fashion show together, and she said, you know, you should come hang out with us tonight. I have this, I have this guy that is my boyfriend at the time, my boyfriend's best friend. I think you two will be so compatible to each other. And I said, no, I'm going through a divorce. I'm really not trying to meet anybody right now. You know, no, thank you. 
And so someone ended up babysitting my two kids. So I'm like, oh, I might as well. I don't have anything to do. So I went and met up with Kanisha at the drink. Those who know Grand Rapids, I guess that was the spot back then where he, that was his hangout. So um, (laughs) that was his hangout. So I went there that night. And so before Kanisha even introduced us, I was standing there by the bar, and Mr. Marcello. Oh I? man! Hey, whoa! Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. And, hey, y'all! I don't think this is this is not pre-taped. We're gonna go over this. I thought you didn't you didn't walk past me. You and your girls going to no. The- that was the twenty years ago. Wait. That's the second time that we met. The first time that we met, I went to the drink, and that's when Kanisha was trying to hook us up. But the weird thing is, he had already approached me, and she walked up to me while I was getting my drink. He's, can I buy you a drink? Of course. I'm not going to turn down a drink, right? So I got the drink. It was smoother than that. So I got the drink, and Kanisha walks up and like, oh, I was going to introduce you guys, but I see you've already met. So then we're like, we exchanged numbers. We went out a couple of times together. Um, We went to um, an Italian restaurant. Then he cooked chicken parmesan for me in his little bachelor pad. And then I went to his basketball game at Ferris. He was in college at Ferris at the time. And wasn't it Ferris University? No, we were down here in Grand Rapids. It was a like Paul I. Phillips um, tournament that we were in, and we won a championship game, and we lost. Okay. He was so mad. And I was late. I'm always late. Not only did we lose, she came with like <laughs> two babies. Fourth, fourth quarter, like four minutes left. She walked through the door. Game over. But. I digress. Keep it moving. <laughs> so he was mad. I, I was at church. Look, sometimes the pastors, you know, they preach a little bit longer. I was at church. I was at church. I was at church okay. at the rec center. At that time, we were at church at the rec center, and it kind of went over because, you know, sometimes you have to be let, let the preacher, you know, preach and let the word out. So so I, I thought I was going to have a sitter, but I didn't. So I had to carry. Asia was, how old was Asia? Asia was maybe three at the time. Tia was one. So I had one, one in one hand, and I was carrying uh, Tia's uh, car seat in the other hand. I go not. I went knocking on the door. I guess it was over. He comes opening up. He was so mad. He was like, "It's over." Um, and then, hey, I give her mad props because she promised me that she was gonna come. And to the I game. did. So I give her props. Yes. She, her coming at the end of a championship game that we lost on Mama Dorsey. If you out there, you remember this was a bit much. Yeah. Exactly. But. I didn't know he lost at the time. I'm just like, oops, he's mad because I'm late, right? So I'm like, okay. So we spoke a few more times. um, And then at that time, at that point, you know, being a single mother, it was really rough. Um, So, you know, I had to get some support. So I decided to move back to Elgin with my parents so they can help me out with my girls. And I remember the last time I spoke to him at that time, I think it was 2001, maybe um, somewhere around there. Or 2003, I don't remember. But anyways, um, we talked. I called him. We talked. I was on my way. I was riding with, I think, my cousin's lot. And so I was in the back seat. I was on the phone with him. And he's like, oh, I'm back talking to my girlfriend. It's up to you if you want to still continue to talk. And so <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I'm already like going through a divorce. No, we cannot be friends. We can't be anything. And plus, I'm moving to Chicago. Uh, no, that's not how I went. She called me, just kicking it on the phone, 
But I just that's wanna... cool. But just to keep everything a hundred, yeah. Me and my ex girlfriend, we weren't back together, yeah. but we were kind of talking, talking it out. So I'm cool. We can still be cool, yeah. hang out. I just want to be honest in what's going on. Yeah. Now, well, I appreciate I, I, I that. I wasn't trying to pimp out and I'm like that. I appreciate on. that. I appreciate that, especially going through with what I was going through. But it was just too much for me at that time. I'm like going through a divorce. I'm moving to Chicago. There's no reason for us to keep it going. So then I moved to Chicago and I started, you know, doing my own thing. I had a modeling and promotions company, um, Silhouette Modeling back then. And so we were doing a lot of parties and promotions downtown Chicago. And one day out of the blue, my, me and my girlfriend, Charlita, one of my BFFs, she started as my model and we became really close friends. But we decided... It was just too much going on in Chicago. We're like, let's just, you know, let's just go to Grand Rapids because I was talking to this guy there. So I won't say, don't more say who come, it is. More to come <laughs> on that. Yeah, right. Okay. So I was talking to this guy in Grand Rapids at the time, you know, and so, um, so we went to the place where we met the first time I walked into the club and I was, I was walking in with my girlfriend Marcelo was standing to the left of me with um, his friend. I think it was Quasi. And so I saw him and it was just some. See, I admit, I saw you. I just didn't know who you are, but I saw you and my I was attracted to what I saw. And so I walked over, over to the bathroom. I looked at my I looked at him, I eyed him, and then I walked to the bathroom. When I came out. And this is how she walked past. It was kind of like so I didn't know what. I didn't know what was going on. I was oblivious, but continue. So when I walked away, he tapped me on my shoulders, and I love that he wasn't pushy. You know, so, you know, you when you're um, a promoter and when you're out in the nightclub, you hear and see all sorts of things like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that from guys. And so he wasn't pushy, which is what I liked. And so he tapped me on the back of my shoulder, and he was a little slick. He get here. Here's my card. <laughs> if you want a drink, come find me later, and um, I'll buy you a drink. I'm like, okay, cool. So he came, um, found me later, and he bought me a drink. And then after that, um, we were getting ready to go, and he asked if he could walk me to my car. And I said, well, yeah, you can, but I have to walk in in front of you. So he walked behind me with his with uh, my friends. <laughs> All right, she she's skimming over this. This is the, this is the fiery part right here. Make you sure know what? I was a little tipsy. You know, I was twenty years so old, twenty guy, something. One of the bouncers at the bar was the cat. She was hot on that, which I didn't know. Okay, part two, I didn't know that he had been trying to chase her all night to holler at her, and she be, she was playing him off. Okay, so this is what I hear before we leave. I'm like, hey, give me a call, this and the other, and she was like, well, no, you can come out with us. Um, just walk with Charlita. <laughs> I was like, walk with Charlita? Well, why would I do that? And then Charlita grabs me like this, and she starts walking me out, and Pawn is right in front of us. And I'm like, so I got involved in some total nonsense. So, no, it wasn't I asked her. Even though I did ask her to walk into her car, it wasn't wasn't cut and dry, as she's saying. So we got to my car, and I got in there, and he he was really nice. He said, you know, we'll talk. So that way, you know, my friends, they were knocked out and I had to drive back to Chicago. And so he was very nice. I thought that was very sweet of him seeing that I just met him. He said, I'm going to talk to you. So you'll stay, you know, you'll stay awake or whatever. And so we talked for about three hours and into the conversation, 
Marcelo said, wait a minute, what's your real name? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean my real name? Uh, what's your real name? And I said, uh, my birth name is Nippapon. And he's like, that's what I used to call you. My husband will not call me by Laura because Laura is my made up American name for those of you who don't know. Um, so I'm like, he's like, well, we've met before. And that's when the whole thing came out that we've already dated. So I don't know, faith or meant to be, whatever. Somehow we got back together and we started seeing each other more often. And then one thing led to another. I, you know, we became a blended family Raised He raised my two girls, um, Asia and Tia, who are now adults now. And we have two sons of our own and a little grandbaby named Novi. And so it's very interesting, the two different sides of um, our family. And my husband, he recently connected with some of his family in Atlanta. But prior to that, it was just him, him and Marlon, Marlon Dorsey, his best friend, Shaq, all of them, those are his family. And so is really a blessing. You know, when his father passed, we went to Atlanta and, you know, the blessing in disguise was being able to be connected back with his family, who his brother Omar and Uncle Dell and, you know, all of his family that, you know, we didn't really know even existed. He maybe he did. But before prior to that, he's just been with my family, my Laotian family. So my Lao family and I have yet to find out what goes through his mind when he is sitting there with all of us because we can get pretty crazy and we're all talking in our language and all of that and so he him being the only black guy you know around the family and stuff and they're talking in Laos to him sometimes you know thinking he'll understand it but you know I commend my husband for um, being um, so open to our culture. He even became a monk for my mother's funeral, even though that's not something that he practiced. He actually did it out of respect because he know that that's what my mother would have wanted. So at my mother's funeral, um, he did become a monk for a day. So I love that my husband embraces our culture and all of my family, my crazy family, I love you. <laughs> Um, so he's become a part of that, and they just became his. Yes. Secondary note, yeah, Marlon, Shaq, mm-hmm. those cats are my family. I do have an FSU family in the building. FSU mm-hmm. in the building. Mm-hmm. Dale, Manny, James, Lindsay, all those guys I grew up with. And when I say grew up, I mean grew up to be a man. So mm-hmm. um, I feel that, you know, even though a lot of my biological family I did just meet and that I love. Um, that's how we met. So as you see, um, you know, you know, we've we've been together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, ups and downs. Um, we know each other. You know, so that's kind of where we're coming from when we can discuss certain things, discuss discuss, discuss things about relationships. We've mm-hmm. kind of seen and, and seen it all, and um, discuss things about culture. When you have two of the oldest cultures known to man right here as far as Asian and black culture. So I think we can give good perspective. What I want from you guys, we're going to run a little contest. We give $100 out, $100 gift card, Visa gift card. We've gotten a lot of response as far as topics Mm -hmm. for our upcoming uh, podcast. I mean, I've had, you know, why do I side with Biden when some of the bad things that he's done by being vice president and being a political figure. Um, how could I do it? Kamala Harris, um, shout out to AKAs. Um, you know, how can I side with her when, you know, some of the 
things that she's done as far as incarcerating black men. I've had, uh, why didn't I marry a black woman? I've never dated any, anyone outside of my race except for, uh, I think I've dated one or two Latino women. That's another one that prompted, um, mm-hmm. and there were some people that were very interested. So, you know, you're, you're a black guy, a family man, and, you know, you coach your sons and all that, so why can't you find a black woman? Mm-hmm. Honest question. Honest question. Or why am I with a black man? All right, so... Um, but those are honest questions that... Or I, if I would be working, my co-workers come and my husband would drop off flowers. Oh, I didn't know your husband was black. You don't look like you date a black guy. Like, how am I supposed to look to date a black guy? Like, I don't know. Those are just ignorant things that I hope we could have an open discussion. Like, those are just things that off take it off your conversation. Like, that's just rude. But we have a whole system, so you guys will be able to... It, it will be more interactive when our guests are here and we're, we're tackling a hard topic. So once that is up and running and by next week it will be, uh, I want I want people to engage in this conversation. If you feel that there are there are white people, but there's also black people that feel that you shouldn't date outside your race. Yeah. So, you know, let's have that discussion. Tell me why you feel mm-hmm. like that. Tell me, you know, what your thought process is behind that. For people asking me, how could I back a uh, Biden-Harris campaign? Then let me hear your thoughts on why you're backing a Trump and Pence campaign. You know, without us, um, you know, arguing and, and, and getting unruly, let's have an open discussion. You know what I'm saying? Admit when your candidate is wrong, but then pump up when your candidate is right. And I can do the same. These are some of the topics that we're going to have. But I want like, you know, a, how do they win the $100? That's what I was about to say. I want a good topic. I want one that I have not thought of, and I've just named a few that either I or someone else has posed to me, mm-hmm. but um, I want a good topic. If you, if I choose your topic, I don't, you know, hopefully we get a, a few submissions on a very good topic, as long as it's not disrespectful to anyone involved, whether it's mm-hmm. white, black, Asian, whoever, mm-hmm. as long as it's not disrespectful in nature, if I choose your topic as the one that we are going to we're going to use, mm-hmm. send you a hundred dollar gift. This is for this is from this week until next week because we have a few lined up. So I want to get this topic in in the first you know three, four, five podcasts so that we can address it and. If it works, we can do this on a monthly basis where you guys give us topics we can take a look at, you know, and see exactly what people think and what people say about it. There will be some debates between me and her because there's some things that she does or agrees with that I don't necessarily, for one, she is Christian in nature, has been since I've, I I, um, I first met her. Um, I am not Christian. <laughs> yeah. I will say that I don't, once again, now this is another podcast that we'll probably get into, but I don't subscribe to any particular religion. Do I believe there's a creator? There's something higher than, than us? Yes. You want to call him God? Great. You want to call him Superman? Whatever the case may be. But I believe that life is not an accident. So that's my belief. She is a stout Christian. So those are things that we disagree with. Here's a good one right here. Check this out. Okay, so I couldn't find my brown tie that goes with this shirt and suit, okay? So I'm going through, I have, I, I, I look, I see about four or five brown ties. So I, I pull them out, throw them on the bed, I'm looking, I'm looking, and what I hear is... Oh, my goodness. No, not that one. And I say... We go I'm, through this all the she time. she said, no, no, not that one. And she looks at the bed and says, choose this one. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. I'm like, I don't think that rocks right. I'm going to have to go with another one. And then her best friend, Birdie... My who's cousin. like my sister, 
comes over and looks and was like, no, take that tie. Thank off. goodness for you her. You put this tie on or this tie, and then I change. So there's a tie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's a style clash going on right now, okay? It's I don't always think a this, I think it's our five-year difference. I don't think this hit on now. Now she, now it's ageism is what she's doing right there. Right? That's ageism. Um, you know, on being not a stylish, like I got the latest styles because I don't spend money like that on clothes. But I know how to dress. I'm from Detroit. I know how from to dress. Day. Okay. So when I go to work, it's a suit every day. I know how to dress. Daily basis <laughs> when I'm trying to oh, put yeah. something together. Okay. That is something that I, I, I want to hear from somebody because <laughs> believe me, I, that's it's just not cool. All right. So, yes. so this is just the first one. Uh, we're going to be promoting this like crazy this week so you guys can see exactly what we're doing. The $100 I'll post as well, as well as the poll for the ties. Um, but, you know, we, we want to donate to charities. We want to do some, like I said, some raffles. We want to do a his versus hers as far as contests so we can see how the, how the guys smash the women when it comes to competitive stuff. So we want to do all that. Please subscribe. Let your friends know. This is for a good cause. We, you know, we're not out to sell you products that we have or our businesses or anything like that, even though that might. this is just the first time we wanted to kind of introduce ourselves to you guys. I've been watching podcasts like crazy to try to see what direction we should take. And to be honest, the big podcasts aren't the ones that has given me the most information. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes the smaller or niche podcasts. Joe Button, uh, rapper turned kind of uh, um, this talk show or, or podcast guy. He's given me a wealth of knowledge with a smaller budget, with just telling facts, mm -hmm. um, speaking the truth, and being consistent with what, what you do. So that's all I have to say. Win this $100. We probably only have 50 or 100 people first time that we do the podcast next week. So you have a very good chance of picking up $100 real mm -hmm. quick. And out of those 100, maybe 50 of them will give their ideas. So you between 50 people, you got this. It's a done deal. Nice. Make that $100. Tell me what's going on with the tie <laughs> um, so we can get that out the way. Yes. And then I, I I'll see you guys next week. Yes. You got something to say? Um, and if you know anybody who you feel would be a great benefit to our podcast, we do have some speakers pretty much lined up for the next four weeks. Or if you know anybody, please refer them to us. You have them on our show. We'll have prizes and giveaways and tips every week. So we want it to be engaging and we want to give, you know, to the communities. I know that we're all hurting right now. And so I know that, you know, we just want to do good and give back. All we'll right. See you next week. Small businesses, give me your information so we can get it out there to yes. whatever masses we have. And believe me, this will continue to grow. You know, I'm, I'm into marketing, so I'm going to try my best to boost our audience, get everybody taking a look. But believe me, we're going to have fun. We're going to have people up here. Like I said, we're going to give away a little bit of cash, um, have some open and honest conversations. And with that, I would say thank you very much for your time. Um, any questions, please let us know. Go to our either our website or go to our Facebook page. Um, let us know what information you want to get out there or any questions that you might have. And let's keep this moving. Every week at 6 p.m., same time, same place. And uh, other than that, we're out of here. I'll holler at y'all next week. Everybody be safe, please. Please keep the violence down. Um, let your voice be heard. If you want to protest, protest. Make sure that your voice is heard and your message is clear. I don't want anybody to be hurt. A human life is valuable. So please, uh, everybody be safe and we'll talk to you next week.